Welcome back to the Corona Cup Battle of the Bands. Today is May 10th. It is a Sunday and it is Mother's Day. And uh, that does not stop us here on the Corona Cup. We are back yet again with another second round matchup. Uh, because, you know, none of us are mothers. Um, so uh, we are here nevertheless. Um, joining me on the call today is Emma Ross, Leanne Cash, and Charles Allen. To have a look at two excellent second round albums here. On the one hand, the 1973 debut of Leonard Skinnerd. The album is called Pronounced Leonard Skinnerd, spelled out phonetically on the cover, um, although most people just refer to this album as Leonard Skinnerd. Um, taking on one of the highest selling and most critically acclaimed albums of the classic rock period, the 1977. Uh, work from Fleetwood Mac titled Rumors. Um, Leonard Skinner defeated The Doors 3-1 to one in the first round to uh, reach this point. Uh, Self-titled Doors album there. And Fleetwood Mac and Rumors defeated Eagles, the self-titled album by The Eagles. Bet you didn't know that. Uh, by a 3-1 to one margin to make it to the second round. So, Emma, Leanne, Charles, any opening thoughts from you guys on these albums? Uh closer competition than either of the last two were. Mm. Uh, I think these two are, are better matched than they were in their respective matches last time, and it was a harder decision for sure. Yeah. Anyone else? Um, I haven't yet decided who I'm going to vote for. Hmm. That's interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, they're both, uh, both very good. Um, like them both a lot, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I honestly like the Leonard Skinner album a lot more than I thought I would. Mm-hmm. Uh, normally, I don't listen to a lot of Leonard Skinner in my free time, but I really like this album. I, I find Charles that we have had a few of those for you, where you've uh, you've kind of uh, picked up a new appreciation for somebody you didn't listen to before. Um, which I guess in some respects is, is kind of the aim of what we're doing. So we'll get into the albums here, and we'll start with Leonard Skinner. Um, Emma, give us your thoughts on this one. Sure. So like you said, this was up against the Doors last time, and it was a it was a 3-1 to one victory? Pretty sure, yeah. You were the yeah, one, well, I, I think. Yeah, I was the one. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was the one for uh, the Doors last time. I voted for the doors, but that being said, I was not at all mad at this one because I like this album a lot and I like Leonard Skinner quite a bit. Um, I ain't the one. I didn't really remember it from last time, and I listened to it again, and I really did like it. Um, I thought it went a little bit long. It's not a long song, but it just—I don't know—something about it like slightly overstated its welcome to me. But it was still really good. Like the guitar was great. Um, Tuesday's Gone, I really, really liked the piano in Tuesday's Gone. I thought it was really, really good. Um, and I hadn't really noticed that last time either. You seem to think last time that I should know Tuesday's Gone, like I should have heard it before. And I, I listened to it again, like trying and trying to see if I remembered having heard it just on the radio. And I really don't think that I have. Like, I don't know how I've managed to avoid it, but... Yeah, it just really doesn't sound that familiar to me. I stand by that. 
thought that it's yeah it's up there with some of their most played stuff so yeah i don't know yeah i don't know how i've managed to not hear it or i've just forgotten it but it's, it's a good song um give me three steps i like i've always liked that song it's a fun song um excuse me not not top tier for me for them but still very good um simple man it's fine I think we, last time, we established that this was a very, like, redneck, good old boy, ballad favorite, which I don't really get that vibe from it, but I'm also not a redneck, good old boy, so I have to defer to you as the authority on that. Yeah, I can attest Um, it is the Hillbilly National Anthem. Also, interestingly (laughs) enough, I think it's appropriate we cover this song today because it is a very, like, it's it's hillbilly as hell, but it's, it's, it's a mother song, yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's a good Mother's Day song. Um, and then Mississippi Kid, I liked fine. Poison Whiskey was also fine. And then Free Bird is, you know, the fantastic, amazing, long. It's, you know, one of the few really, really long songs in this bracket that I enjoy beginning to end. I really like it. Um, and... I'm looking at this, and I cannot think for the life of me now what I was going to, like, directly compare a song off of this album to a song on Rumors, hmm. and, like, not because they were similar, but because it was kind of like, oh, this is the insert song title here of this album, and I now cannot for the life of me think what two songs I was going to compare, huh. so take from that whatever you will, I guess, if I... I'll probably think of it halfway through the rest of your comments, and then I'll scream it and scare everybody. Well, um, save it for when we get to rumors. Then maybe, maybe you'll yeah, you'll well, come to it by then. Well, what would the fun be in that? Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I liked this album before. I still like it now. It's got pretty much all of the Leonard Skinner that I'm really into, like with the exception of maybe two songs. One of those being "Sweet Home Alabama," of course. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great album, even if it's not like all of my favorites. Free Bird definitely is one of my favorites, and the rest of it's just a very fun sound, very fun to listen to, and the other hits that are on here are very good, even if they're not the ones that I like the best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good before, good now. Fair enough. Uh, Leanne? Um, I like this album more the second one, I don't know why. I've just been more into country music the last couple of days. And I think that could lend some more attraction towards this album. Yeah. Um, the opening track, the weird delay, the word delay, the word delay into um, the drum intro was kind of strange. It was like a long count in before the music actually started. Um... I love the instrumentals, but not the vocals. Hmm. And I just, I couldn't, I had trouble getting into the lead's voice. Ronnie Van Zant, yeah. Yeah, he's he's mm-hmm. not a traditionally talented lead by any means, but he is a, uh, he is a, um, a, uh, hillbilly martyr, um, for sure, mm-hmm. so. Uh, Tuesday, Tuesday's song was really pretty. Um, I really like the piano arrangement, and it plays really well with the rest of the band. 
like an electric guitar and a classic piano. Like a very cool couple when it comes to the music. Um, give me three steps. One thing I've noticed about this overall album is the bass on this is very prominent, and I love that because of it. And give me three steps. It's the first time I really noticed the bass being so forward. Um, Simple Man is very popular, but overplayed. And I've heard it too many times I kill those yikes to enjoy the song anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, things going on, to, I love the intro. The intro is very cool. And the other song is very funky with the high energy electric bass going into it. And then the sort of the honky tonk saloon piano was very interesting. Mississippi Kid is very bluegrassy. I think it's like the most classic country sounding song in this album. Yeah. Um, so it reminded me of Dead Man Paul from Bobby, if anybody listens to them. You know, I don't think we do. Hmm. That's you. That's a shame. <laughs> um, but the harmonica in it was great and had a really good tone control. The high notes didn't sweep and the low notes didn't rumble too much. Uh, the whiskey, the instrument was actually really repetitive on that, except for the electric guitar set that I was about halfway through, but I thought that to maybe amazing musical writing either that or they just didn't feel the need to add any extra flair into the choruses. Mm-hmm. And Freebird, um, the organ intro was very cool with the acoustic guitar, but I believe this one is also overplayed and sort of overrated. It's just very simple music that, yeah, simple musically besides the guitar solos. Yeah, I, I do think that's a lot of why people love it, though. I think if it was just the verses without that extended solo at the end, it wouldn't be quite so well-loved. But, anyhow. Um, thoughts overall, Leanne? I think it's a good album, and the songs that are overplayed are overplayed for a good reason. That's fair. I think that's a good thing to be said about that kind of deal. Charles, what do you think? Oh, I was kind of surprised um, how many of these songs that I recognized but didn't know the name of. Mm-hmm. I'd say the first like five songs that I'd heard before but didn't know the name of. Mm-hmm. Well, except for Simple Man. Simple Man. I knew the name of that one. Um... But all the other ones I didn't know the name of, but I definitely heard before. Um, I thought, yeah, Freebird is great. I've, I've heard that song before. I've listened to that song before. That's maybe like the only Leonard Skinner song that I've listened to in my free time. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, Mr. Banker was kind of weird and like somber and kind of like took a lot of energy out of the rest of the album. But I didn't mind that. It was it was. A good song, I thought. So, uh, Mr. Banker, um, Mr. Banker is a B-side um, that's not on the original press of the album, but it's on a lot of extended versions and re-releases. So, that's probably how you. Oh, well, on the version. Yeah the the album the original press of the album is eight songs. I ain't the one. Tuesday's gone. Give me three steps. Simple man. Things going on. Mississippi kid. Poison whiskey and Freebird. Um. But there is, yeah, a lot of other, like, B-sides and stuff packaged in with it, usually. So. Interesting. 
Um, I mean, but like uh, Mississippi Kid was kind of like blues, bluegrass kind of stuff was a little bit weird as well. Because mm-hmm. that's I don't know. I, Leonard Skinner can can vary wildly from being much more of a rock band and much more of a country band. And I say I prefer their more rock songs over their more country songs. Yeah, yeah. Um. I feel like this album is mainly more rock songs, but the uh, I didn't think the country songs were bad. They just kind of weren't my thing in it, you know? Sure. Um, I don't got a whole too much more to say about it. That's about what I got out of it. Fair enough. I liked it. I thought it was a good album. Yeah. Um, so let's see here. Um. I've always liked this album a lot. I like Leonard Skinner a lot. I've seen him live twice. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not even. I, I don't know if this is their best album, but it's it's one of. Um, the original Leonard Skinner only had five albums. Um, three of them are amazing, um, which I think goes to show the the strength of that band and how much we lost by the early death of Ronnie Van Zant and Steve Gaines and Cassie Gaines in the 77 plane crash. But, um, anyway, uh, this is an excellent album. Um, I ain't the one is one of those Skinnerd songs I've known forever. And I just never really knew I knew it. Um, so I, I of course I knew it pre- prior to today because we've heard the album before, but yeah, I, I dig the song a lot. It's always been a good one. Um, Tuesday's Gone, yeah, is one of their kind of twangier country-type songs. Skinnerd will refer to themselves as a southern rock band, um, more or less riding the line between outlaw country and classic rock in that way. Um, Tuesday's Gone is very pretty, very cool. Um, one of their top songs, I think. Give Me Three Steps is good, but kind of gets irritating to me a little bit. I think it's overplayed, but I think the same could be said about a lot of songs on this album. But I guess those songs just don't bore me with their repetition the same way Gimme Three Steps can. Um, it also kind of like, in my head, will always be married to their other song, uh, Gimme Back My Bullets, which I think is much better than, uh, than this one. So maybe that's why I'm kind of lukewarm on this song. Um, Simple Man is excellent. Um, I maintain that it is um, the Hillbilly National Anthem, or one of them. Um, and yeah, it's a mama song, um, which I guess is well-suited to Mother's Day. Um, but yeah, it's um, just beloved the world over in one particular part of the world. Um, that That world being the Deep South and rural communities everywhere I guess but um, things going on is uh, it's got a good little boogie woogie piano thing going on um, no pun intended um, good song um, not the best on the album but decent enough um, Mississippi Kid I've always thought it's kind of weak um, it's not bad it's just not doesn't have anything to it, in my opinion. It kind of loses the um, the Leonard Skinner twangy rock of all this and goes too far off into the just twangy stuff that doesn't really amount to a whole lot. Um, 
Poison Whiskey is great. Um, that's like my favorite deep cut here. Um, it's just got a good energy to it. Kind of picks the album back up. And then um, let's see if I can get this right. Freebird, man. Um, that, I don't know what that was, but it, I won't call it right. <laughs> well, that's how you do it. You know, you've never been to a Skinner show, clearly. No. <laughs> well, yeah. Or any show, because you get enough rednecks together and they'll do that at any show. It doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, Freebird, the, the Leonard Skinner classic that it is. Um, the song is pretty early on. Lyrics are... Nothing special, but not bad. Um, and then we get into the amazing, outstanding double guitar outro of the song. It may even be triple guitar. Um, when I when I saw Skinnerd live, I, like I said, I've seen him twice. Um, I was like nine the first time, and I don't remember a lot of it. But um, the one of the times I can't remember which one it was, but um, I watched the uh, watched the band and. And Johnny Van Zant, uh, younger brother of Ronnie, the original lead singer. Johnny Van Zant's the singer now. Um, he's on stage and singing Freebird. And when they get to the end of his lyrics, he picks up his mic post, backs it up, sets it by the drums, takes off his hat and throws it into the stands and walks off the stage. And the three guitarists and the bassist of Leonard Skinner get down on the edge of the stage and play the extended five or six minute solo at the end of Freebird. So, um, very cool uh, for what that is. Um, for a long time after Ronnie Van Zant died, uh, they played Freebird instrumentally at all of their shows. Um, because of the the idea that nobody could, but him could sing it, um, and then eventually they they stopped doing that. But anyway, yeah, excellent song. Um, you know, I I always I think about this. Um, all of the songs that are always like held up as the greatest rock and roll songs ever, they all pretty much follow a formula and i'm I, I for some reason just now that formula is really like hitting me the formula of poetic pretty lyrics and pretty music up until a given point and then an extended instrumental outro Freebird, stairway to heaven layla uh hotel california you know there, there are many, many of these uh, types of songs. Um, in any case, so yeah, very solid album. Um, if you're into Leonard Skinner, you're going to love this. If you're not into Leonard Skinner, this album is a good way to get there. Um, excellent Southern rock uh, creation there. Um, so we'll switch gears here and look at Rumors, um, which of course we've covered before, but... Uh, Beloved, nevertheless. Uh, Emma, thoughts on rumors? So, secondhand news, I was a little bit less sweet on this time than I was last time. It was never my favorite on here, but I, I don't know if it was just the mood I was in today or what, um, but I, it's still a fine song. It just kind of got on my nerves today for some reason, but, but 
down, 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 that, that part was like, okay, yeah, that's enough. <laughs> enough of that. Um, still fine, though. Uh, Dreams, I love. I think I said last time, I, I have mixed feelings about Stevie Nicks' voice. There are times when I love it, there are times when I don't. But um, this song, no matter what, I've always screaming along to in the car. It's unpleasant. No one wants to see it, but it happens. Um, Never Going Back Again, I think the guitar is wonderful. I wish that I could pick on the acoustic like that, just the intro of that song, and just the kind of the whole thing, I guess. The whole guitar line is just very, very cool, kind of a little ditty almost, and very, very talented, because, you know, that's fucking ham for you. Um... Don't Stop and Go Your Own Way, to me, are almost one conglomerate thing simply because of how much they are both done to death on the radio. Um, that being said, I like one much more than the other. That is, I like Go Your Own Way a lot more than Don't Stop. I don't hate either of them. I like them. I genuinely like them both. They are overplayed for a reason, but I have gotten, I've gotten less of Go Your Own Way over time than Don't Stop. I think Go Your Own Way is just a better song. Um, if only slightly. Um, but you know, they're both good. They're both good. Even if I'm tired of them, I can still acknowledge they're very good songs. Um, Songbird was kind of my standout last time. I think it still is. It's not like it's anything brilliant, really. It's just pretty. And... I'm not sure that Christine McVie quite had the right voice for it, but I still, I don't know, something about it, like, it justifies it, it cancels it out, and it's a really good song. I think it's beautiful. I wasn't expecting it. I'd never heard it before last time um, we listened to this. And, I don't know, it just it just hit me the right way, and I really liked it, and I still really liked it this time. Um, the Chain, I don't think this is the comparison I was going to make. I don't think this is what it was, but I'll make this anyway. Basically, Freebird and The Chain, if you really, really got down to it, I think would be the two songs that were duking it out from these albums. And for my money, The Chain wins every time, as great as Freebird is. I think The Chain beats it. I think The Chain is one of the greatest songs of all time. It's got all the elements that you just described, basically. Um... But I don't know, it just, it has more of an edge to it. It's so cool. Um, it's another song that I attempt to sing along to and really can't, but goddamn if I'm ever going to stop crying. Um, I, I love that song so much. It's wonderful. I'm never not in the mood to hear it. Um, you Make Loving Fun is good. There are two, like, giant Christine McVie songs from Fleetwood Mac that, like, got really, really big that are on the radio all the time. One of them is on here, and it's this, You Make Loving Fun. The other is Say You Love Me, which is also Fleetwood Mac, self-titled. Um, which we will cover and tomorrow. And between the two of them... What? We will cover that one tomorrow. Yeah. Um, that one is better, I think. I think that Say You Love Me is a much better song than You Make Loving Fun, but You Make Loving Fun is still quite good. I still like it a lot. Um... I don't want to know, kind of in the same camp as secondhand news this time, where I just wasn't quite in the mood for it. Like, I can, I can acknowledge that it was a fine song, but it was kind of like, 
I don't know, maybe it's the fact they were all singing together or something. It just wasn't the sound I was really wanting from this album. Um, you know, it's, it's okay. It's just not, it's definitely not one of the stronger ones on here. Um, oh, Daddy, fuck it, I refuse to listen to it. It's bad, it's a blight, and it's creepy, and makes me feel like I need to take a shower after I hear it, so I won't. Um... I just, I, we don't talk about that one. <laughs> and Bullet Ghost Woman is great. What? I just laughed. Oh, okay. Um, and then Gold Dust Woman is good. I know, Jake, I know that's like your favorite. It's not mine. It's not even close to mine. But it's good. Um, so yeah, if, if I'm completely honest, this time through was a little bit less great for me. However, that leaves a hell of a lot less to be great, um, because the first time I was just, like, floating when I finished this. This time I wasn't quite floating, but I was still in a very good mood, and I still was like, God, I'm glad I heard that. Excuse me. Um, it's, it's a fantastic album, and, um, yeah, even the little low points in it are so, so, so made up for by the hits on here, I think. That yeah, that's that's about all I can say about it. Fair enough, uh, Leanne. Um, I enjoyed it more. Well, I'm from New Jersey now. I enjoyed it more the second time through. Uh, secondhand moves was very repetitive, but a very good upbeat intro for the um, start of the album with a great electric guitar in it. Um. Dreams is like the classic Fleetwood Mac sound. And there's only that's the only thing I can really say about that one. Uh, never going back again. I like the acoustic in it. I I really enjoy acoustic guitar, and that was really neat. Um, Don't stop. I've heard it on the radio a lot, and it's very catchy. And I love the piano and the electric guitar combo. But it's kind of overplayed. But at the same time, I appreciate the song. Go Your Own Way is also overplayed. Like, I hear it on commercials quite a bit, and, like, in title series, sequence of movies. And I think I'd enjoy it more if, more if I didn't hear it all the time on an Allstate commercial. Songbird, <laughs> um, um, really pretty piano with simple vocals, so it was really interesting. And there was a string in there, I believe. It may have been a violin. It may have been another orchestra instrument, like a violin. I'm not sure what that type of instrument is called. A strings! A string, that's obvious. Um, and um, the acoustic guitar is really pretty in there. The Chain is an iconic Fleetwood Mac song. It's overplayed. I could say that for a couple songs on this album. Seems to be a bit repetitive. But it has a cool combo of the finger picking on top of the electric guitar, so it makes for a cool combination. And um, it's just an interesting sounding song. You Make Loving Fun sort of reminds me of um, a Freddie Mercury solo sound. Like it could have been from the night at the, at the opera or a similar single. It just gave me the same vibes. And it had a really fun bass to it. I don't want to know. Um, this song very jingly. It would be a really good radio song because I feel like it'd be a good drive home track to listen to. Uh, 
Oh, Daddy, I hated it the much. I hated it as much the first time that I listened to it as I did the second. It's just so uncomfortable to listen to. <laughs> and, um, Gold Best Woman. I realize why I don't like the vocals in this track. Because she sounds like Kristen Chinobis, who's a very popular Broadway and musical singer who I do not like her voice. And I think that's why I do not like, um... Stevie Nicks. Who was the vocal for this track? Yeah, Stevie Nicks. It was Stevie, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it was. But it much reminds me of Kristen Chenoweth, and I think it's just the type of vocal quality that I don't like. Mm-hmm. So very high vibrato, sort of like my same choral with Elvis. Sure. Um, thoughts on the but, album altogether? So it's similar to um, Fleet with Mac. It's, I mean, not Fleet with Mac, to um, Leonard Skinner. The songs that are overplayed are overplayed for a reason, and they're very good, and that's why making this, trying to figure out which one I'm going to vote for is difficult. Fair enough. Um, Charles, what did you think of Rumors? Uh, I thought it was really good. I really like the album. Um there's not a ton I can say that hasn't already been said by people. Uh, the chain is obviously great. I would say that it's like the Fleetwood Mac song. Hmm. Um, I think Secondhand News was good. Dreams was good. Never Going Back Again was good. Don't Stop was good if overplayed. Um, uh, Songbird was good. Um... I don't know, I, I, I really like the album, I, I thought it was very consistent. I don't think Oh Daddy was that bad. I mean, you don't really listen to the lyrics, and you just listen to it as a song, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, um, I, I have thoughts on that in a minute, but go on. Uh, yeah, I just thought it was thought it was a very good album, I thought. I, I don't know who I would put over, I don't know, The Chain or... Or uh, Freebird. I think I would say Freebird's better, but I don't know for sure. They're awfully different. They're they're odd to compare for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No. I. Fair enough, Charles. Um. Let's see. Uh. So rumors, of course, is super super beloved. Um. One of the most esteemed records ever produced. Um. Secondhand news is good. It's it's kind of jumpy and lively way to start off the album. That's a complaint some people have about Fleetwood Mac that some of their stuff's rather dull. Um, so beginning the album on a high note is a good call. Um, the other album of theirs that we're covering tomorrow does the same thing. Um, and then we get Dreams, which is classic um, Fleetwood Mac, classic Stevie Nicks. Um, very pretty, very fun to hear. Um, Never Going Back Again is very just pleasant to the ear. Buckingham's guitar work here. Um, this whole album, really, he's he's pretty pretty splendid. I mean, he's easy, it's easy to forget how good he really is because he's part of a band known primarily for soft rock radio hits, doesn't seem like the most logical place to find a badass guitarist, but Buckingham is one, 
and does not get the credit he deserves um, in a lot of cases. Um, and he's great at playing pretty on Never Going Back Again, and he's great at just shredding, too, as we'll see later on. Um, Don't Stop is, again, good, tiring, irritating. Radio has beat this song to death, um, but the song itself is good. Um, Go Your Own Way, I agree with Emma. Similar complaints here, but not quite as dire. Um, It has survived the flogging of FM radio better than Don't Stop in the 40-odd years since their release. Um, Songbird, I get you guys really like this. I never have got into this song. I think I liked it a little more this time than last time, but I've really never, like... It just doesn't stick with me. Um, The Chain is, again, probably quintessential Fleetwood Mac. Um, The bass solo here is incredible. Um, I'll put this up there with some of the best bass songs in the pantheon of rock and roll. Um, Along with Money that we talked about the other day. Um, Yeah. Excellent, excellent song in, in every way. Um, you Make Love and Fun is good. Um, show cre- showcases uh, Christine McVie very well. Um, yeah, one of her one of her top songs with the band, although I really, really like a song of hers that we'll hear tomorrow, and it's not Say You Love Me, so I'm going to hold my tongue so I can praise it tomorrow. Um, I Don't Want to Know is good. Um, feel it, I kind of reminds me of secondhand news that same kind of just bouncy feeling and then um i'm gonna uh i'm gonna stop y'all on this uh hate fest you have for this song called oh daddy um and here's why yes i understand that it is a tad uncomfortable the lyrics are um but Largely, the lyrics themselves as a whole, taken as a whole, are not that bad. Um, the, uh, the title is uncomfortable, but the, the lyrics taken as a whole are not that bad. And uh, the song itself, musically, is, I think, actually very, very solid. Um, far better than Songbird. Um, the, uh, we get the... the Christine McVie's voice, which I I think she's pretty underrated. She's easily overshadowed by Stevie Nicks. I think that's that's wrong. She's an excellent talent of her own. And um, just the the rhythm section on this song, um, the bass and the drums really set the tone to it very well. And um, yeah, I think it's a lot better than it's been given credit for, um, at least by our panel. Um, and then Gold Dust Woman, I just love it. I think it's, you know, when I think of Stevie Nicks, this is the song I think of. I know that's probably weird and odd um, in light of all the other songs she has, both with Fleetwood Mac and as a soloist, but this, for whatever reason, this is the one that does it for me, and I think it's just excellently written, very interesting melodies and lyrics, and it's very cool. Um, so, yeah, overall, Rumors is... Fantastic, bang-up job from Fleetwood Mac. Um, All five of them are excellent, talented musicians, and all five of them shine on the course of this album. So, um, We'll go ahead and and vote here. Um, 
beginning with Emma. Okay, so like I said, this was a closer match than last time, but at the end of the day, I, again, I have to go with rumors because um, just purely for hits and for songs that just make me want to lose my shit and headbang or, you know, scream sing along to this album, Leonard Skinner cannot hold a candle to this album for that, even with the hits it has on it. Um... In addition to that, looking at the fact that we're going to have Fleetwood Mac's other album tomorrow and looking at what it's up against, Wildflowers, I think that one's going to have a hell of a lot harder time being because I don't even know what I'm going to vote for tomorrow yet. Um, And to me, that makes it even all the more crucial that we save Fleetwood Mac here. Um, Not even to mention the fact that this is just a better album than the other one, even though I voted for both. Um... I just still don't think... I think that Fleetwood's absolute best, their absolute prime, is this album. And even with how good it is pronounced Leonard Skinner is, I don't think it can quite compete. It's, it's closer, but... Yeah, purely for my own favorites on here, and just overall, I... Yeah, it has to be reversed. Fair enough, Leanne. Um... I'm still figuring it out, quite frankly. I think I'm going to have to go with Leonard Skinner, though. I've just been in more of a country mood recently. This morning, I was listening to Bluegrass. It sounds like it was recorded in the 1920s. <laughs> so it really just been the day that this Leonard Skinner appealed to me more today. That'll work. Um, and that happens sometimes. I've definitely had a few of those where I didn't really vote the way I thought I was going to just because of how something struck me on a given day. Charles? Um, I gotta go with rumors. I just, I don't know. I when I, I first listened to Leonard Skinner, I listened to that one first, and I thought, oh, I'm gonna vote for this one. And I don't know. Just while I was listening to to rumors, it was just really solid all the way through. It's a it's a much bigger album than just its hit. And uh, um, I gotta go with um, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. Um, you know, when I look at these here, I, I really do dig both of these a lot. Um, I think their Rumors is unquestionably the the pinnacle of Fleetwood Mac's catalog. Um, the Skinner album we got here is definitely in their conversation, but I don't know it's quite so unanimous. Um, I, I think um, there are three and arguably four songs on the Skinner album that are rock and roll classics that will be well-loved in the pantheon of, of popular music for a long, long time. Um, but damn it, Rumors is just a better album. Like, it, it just is. It's There's so much here that's so masterfully executed. Um, and I think... Fleetwood Mac accomplishes something here that I find is very hard to do and that a lot of our albums, even some of the very top tier stuff that we've all just praised to the nth degree, I find a lot of even those albums struggle to do this. What Rumors does so well that I love about it so much is that you have five people in this band each and every one of them shines on this album, and yet 
they shine as both individuals and as the unit that is Fleetwood Mac. A lot of bands we've covered don't really do that quite so well. A perfect instance of that is the Beatles. The late Beatles stuff we've covered lately, Abbey Road, White Album, both really let all four of them shine, but they shine as individuals and not as a unit the way Fleetwood Mac does here. Hotel California, same thing. Don Henley is at his absolute best there, but the band doesn't shine quite the same way. Um, and yeah, there's there's just been several of those. I think Jazz uh, yesterday with Queen was, was that way. Um, but Fleetwood Mac pulls that off, and that is a hard, hard thing to do. Rumors is excellent. Um, there's really not a bad song on it. There's a couple that are maybe mediocre, but... Yeah, very, very strong, and I think it definitely deserves to move on. Um, so we have a 3-1 to one win for Fleetwood Mac's Rumors over Pronounced Leonard Skinnerd, one of the dumbest album titles I've ever heard. Um, so Fleetwood Mac moves on, and tomorrow they have a chance to go 2-2 two two in the second round as Fleetwood Mac, their 1975 self-titled album. Um, it's worth pointing out, as I have before, they have two self-titled albums, we are covering the one from 1975. As it takes on Tom Petty's last remaining album on the bracket, that is Wildflowers for tomorrow. So thank you again to my panel for helping us out today and checking out these two fantastic, fabulous albums. And we will be back tomorrow with Fleetwood Mac again. And uh, rock on, my friends.